0: Hello and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you felt alone? You felt out of place? You wondered what in the world you were doing there? Well, on today's podcast, we are looking at 1 Peter. And as we continue this study that we've entitled, We Are Aliens, we're looking at a group of people that were out of place. They were in a strange country physically speaking, geographically speaking, but also as believers, as followers of Jesus Christ, they were in a strange country. They were away from the home country, that being heaven. And these sojourners, these strangers, these exiles are up against it. And so Peter's writing a letter to them to encourage them Uh, To let them know who they really are and what they are called to, why they are where they are. In uh, the chapter 2 of 1 Peter, we have learned that uh, we are now, uh, as believers, as followers of Jesus, to grow by the milk of the Word. And I would refer back to the previous podcast if you want to get into verses 1 through 3 on that. And then verse 4, today's text says this, And coming to him... As to a living stone, which has been rejected by men, but is choice and precious in the sight of God, you also, as living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For this is contained in Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a stone, a choice stone, Are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. For you once were not a people, but now you are the people of God. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Oh my goodness, My friend, if you were listening to that, you saw great words of encouragement. These people may have been out of place, so to speak. They may have been lonely in a way. They may have been wondering, what in the world are we doing here? But when they heard these words, when they read these words, uh, it surely gave them uh, something to be encouraged about. In verse 4, we begin by seeing the words and coming to him. Coming to him. The him there is Jesus. We've been drawn to Jesus. Uh, We were... Uh, uh, we were sinners, we were dead, we weren't looking for him. I don't care who says that they're seeking for Jesus, uh, we weren't looking for Jesus, but Jesus was looking for us and we were drawn to him and then as we're drawn to him, we come to him and this uh, phrase here, coming to him, literally means coming to him to stay, to remain, to abide, coming to him as to a living Stone. Uh, And Jesus here is uh, called a living stone. He is the, according to verse 6, the precious cornerstone. He is this cornerstone in his spiritual house. And so we understand uh, uh, if you know anything about building at all, the stone there is the foundation. And the cornerstone is such a key stone because it sets. Uh, the the uh, building it it uh, is what keeps the building square so that the building is built not in crooked or in a way that it will fall apart. Jesus is the cornerstone. He's the foundation. He's the cornerstone in his living, uh, in his spiritual house. Uh, he is the living cornerstone. That means he's risen. He's glorified. He is active right now. He is not a dead martyr like in these other religions. Uh, you know they've got their so-called uh, founders and leaders, but they're all dead and buried. Jesus is not. He's risen. He's living. Uh, he is that stone that uh, sets the building square. As I said, Ephesians chapter two verse twenty says that his church, his his house, his temple is built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus being the chief cornerstone. The apostles and prophets, uh, not mere men, but rather the revelation given to those men. Uh, that is the foundation of his house. Verses 7 and 8 say that Jesus is rejected. He's the stone that's rejected. ...rejected by men, but it's become a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. And verse 8 says they stumble because they're disobedient to the word and to this doom they were also appointed. In other words, just as you and I are appointed to salvation, those who reject Jesus are appointed to judgment. Uh, They are appointed to doom... Uh, because there is no other way to God but by him. And so, so many men have been rejecting him. He is rejected by men. But he is choice or chosen, elect, and precious in the sight of God. That is Jesus Christ, this chief cornerstone in his in His building. Uh, but then as we go on to verse 5, it says, You also are, as living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house. We are uh, a part of Jesus' spiritual house. We are a part of these, uh, 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 we are each of us individually living stones. Uh, And so uh, every believer is part of Jesus' spiritual house. House, I love what Ephesians chapter two verses nineteen to twenty two say, and and uh, listen as I as I read that. Ephesians chapter two, verse nineteen says, "So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ Himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building, being fitted together, is growing into a holy temple in the Lord." in whom you also are being built together into a dwelling of God in the spirit. And so we are a part of this building, this this temple, this holy building that's being built, and that is referring to Jesus Church, the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are all part of that building and and we are connected. <clears throat> the scripture says you're being built up. Matthew sixteen eighteen. Jesus said, I am building my church. Jesus is the one putting stone upon stone. He's the one drawing us stones into his building and building his church. It's not the pastor. It's not the people in the church that's building the church, but it is Jesus who is building us up. And Peter reminds us of that. We are a part of, of God's building plan. In Ephesians chapter 4... Verses 11 to 16, we're told that he, Jesus, gave some as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we're no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we're to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ from whom the whole body, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. Now I know that's very wordy, a lot of words, but there you saw it. Jesus is building his church and the way he's doing it. His truth is being taught and proclaimed by pastor teachers, by those that he has given to the church. Those pastor teachers equip the saints, the living stones and and the saints do the work of the ministry and as a result the body of Christ is built up that's God's building plan he brings us into his body each of us individual parts of the body each of us individual stones in his building his spiritual temple and we as we uh, go through his process he uses that process to build up the the body of Christ but then here back in first uh, peter chapter 2 we are called a holy Priesthood, and that goes back to the Old Testament. And um, it's kind of referring back As in the Old Testament The priests were chosen by God To serve God By serving others By serving the the Israelites We too are chosen by God To serve God as we serve others We are a holy priesthood It means that we as priests Have access to God Aren't you glad of that? Aren't you glad that we have 24-7, 365 days a year We have access Right into the very throne room throne room of God through our intercessor through our mediator through our high priest the Lord Jesus Christ we are priests we are holy priests to almighty God and we are priests to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God that's what Peter is telling the this this group here and then verse 9 I love it but you are A chosen race. That that but there is in contrast to those in verse 7 and 8 who disbelieve. Those who are disobedient to the truth. uh, Those who are doomed to judgment. But you, on the other hand, are a chosen race. In Deuteronomy chapter 7 verses 6 to 8. Uh, the Word of God uh, talks to to the israelites and and uh, in in that verse in verse six, but you are a holy people to the Lord, your God, the Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for His own possession out of all the peoples who are on the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love on you nor choose you because you were more in number than any of the other peoples, but you were the fewest of all peoples, but because the Lord loved you. see that that is what God was saying to the people of israel and he 's saying that To us because he loves us We're a chosen race A royal priesthood A holy nation We are set apart to uh, to God Just as God had chosen Israel And set them apart As his special people To do his special work To bless the world Through his people God has chosen us As his church uh, To bless the world And here's what he chose us to do To proclaim the excellencies The scriptures say here Of him who has called you out of darkness To proclaim To tell forth to tell something that was not previously known, the excellencies, the virtues, the qualities of Almighty God. We are a holy people chosen to serve the people of the world by proclaiming to them the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, yes, we are aliens. Yes, we are exiles. Yes, we are in a place where we're sometimes uncomfortable in this world. But God has us here as his special people to give the good news to a dying, lost world, to tell them about the God who will save them as they come to Him. Well, I hope that these words have encouraged you today, these words from God's Word. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.